So when we have these two things and they're all interconnected, all of these different pieces of our lives are interconnected as the entrepreneur, as the CEO, as the founder, as the driver, as the visionary, it can become challenging. Hey there, and welcome back. You know, here I am, uh, mistake number three, my top 10 biggest mistakes building companies. This one is a big one. When we are out of balance, you know, we go on this journey. We're all on this journey of building companies and having a life and a wife and, a, and kids and friends and, you know, all this stuff. Oftentimes, it can become unbelievably challenging and unbelievably overwhelming, unbelievably stressful. So this is a big mistake that I've made. And this is, this is another one that has taken its toll on me over the years. I've gotten to a much better place, but I do have to tell you, this one can be a game changer. And today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you a couple of things. First question is, are you out of balance? And I'm going to take you through a, a little test. I'm going to take you through a bunch of questions that is going to challenge you to see, okay, if I am out of balance and out of whack and sort of not thinking straight. Number two is, how do we get here? You know, what, why are we out of balance? What happened? What's gone on? And ultimately, how do we fix this? How do we get ourselves back into a good spot, a good place, so that we're not living in this world of overwhelm? We're not living in this world of stress and being out of control and out of balance. And there really is a formula. It's not easy. I work with so many clients that over the years, they're in this state of overwhelm. And part of the reason that they are is they just simply never learned the rules of the game. You know, I've been doing this a long time. I've been studying this a long time. And it's really over the last decade where I've come up with a few strategies to really help reduce this overwhelm. So a few weeks ago, I was at a trade show in New York City the Big Apple. And I had a trade show booth, large trade show booth. The back of the booth was a 10-foot banner, you know, saying the Savage Secrets, a, a big picture of me, you know, look, looking at a eight-foot picture of Mike is not fun. Sometimes it scared the, the crap out of me as we were going through the show. All that being said, as any good marketer tries to do, I put some information on this that asked a couple of questions. And the questions were, are you growing? Are you overwhelmed? Are you out of balance? The purpose of the questions was to invite the people at the trade show to come into my booth if one of these questions resonated with them. Honestly, I was blown away that more than 90% of the people that came in. Now, these are entrepreneurs. These are people building businesses. You know, I had people in my booth that were running $100 million companies. I had people that just had an idea or running smaller businesses trying to get to that next level. But 90% of the people that walked by the booth resonated with one question. And that question was, are you out of balance? If that's such a big challenge, what can we do to prevent it? What can we do to get out of it? I've been there. I've lived there. I've been out of balance. And I'm not going to sit here and proclaim I don't still get out of balance. 
when you are a go-getter and you, when you're driven and when, you, when you're trying to take your business and your life to the next level, it can become challenging. It can become overwhelming. So I wanted to, to take a look at this thing that's called balance, right? We want to have like a, a Zen life, right? We want to balance our business world in our personal world, you know, like the money in the heart. Well, I'll tell you what, I call BS on something as simple as that. It's not that simple. It's not simple along the lines of there's just on one side of the scale, there is the business part and the other side of the scale, there's the life part. I believe it's much more complicated. And I also think that there's this other misrepresentation of how people go about and try and balance their life. You know, look at the, the wheel of life, right? The wheel of life is kind of like a piece of pizza. You take the pizza, you divide it into six or eight evenly cut pieces. And one of them is finance and one of them is health. And one of them is, is professional. And one of them is family. It almost implies that each one of these pieces of the pie are unique and distinct and separate. And they're not connected in any way, shape, or form. I also have to call BS on that one because I believe that every one of these key areas are connected. They're intertwined. There's no way to separate one from the other. So I have my own philosophy on what I think the entrepreneur balance looks like, or at least a start of the entrepreneur balance is we have these macro areas in our lives. We have our families and friends, we have our health, we have our business, we have our personal development, we have our finances, we have fun, we have contribution. We are the CEO of our lives, right? We are in the middle of this thing. All of these things that are going on in our lives, around our lives are connected. They are interdependent upon each other, not independent as you would imagine the, the pieces of the pie or the, the wheel of life would be. They're all connected. You know, if you're having challenges with your business, it can affect your health. It can affect your relationships. It can affect your finances. It can affect how much fun you're having. Uh, if you're having challenges with your health, do you think that it cannot affect all of the other areas? They're all connected. They're all interdependent. And one of the things that I always share is that as entrepreneurs, we've got this next layer of challenge. You know, we've got this world that is the, call it the personal world, right? Call it our, our family, our friends, our, our health, our relationships, our parents, our children, our vacations, our home, our, all the stuff that may happen, you know, the kids doing all sorts of activities, our siblings, social, social events. We've got that, that's our personal life. And then on top of that, we also have all of the challenges that go with running a business. You've got employees, you've got marketing plans, sales plans, forecasting, cash flow, logistics, operations, team culture, vision, investors, banks, finance. We've got all that stuff. So when we have these two things and they're all interconnected, all of these different pieces of our lives are interconnected as the entrepreneur, as the CEO, as the founder, as the driver, as the visionary, it can become challenging. Let's do a little test. Okay, the first test we're gonna do is like, are you unbalanced? Do you feel unbalanced? So just as part of this test, just a few simple questions. First, what's your sleeping like? Are you getting a, a very rested, you go to bed, you wake up fresh as a daisy, fired up on your tippy toes, ready to attack the world? Or are you having challenges? 
Does sometimes your sleep suck? Does sometimes some of the challenges that are going on in your life, whether it be financial challenges or personal challenges or family challenges or things that are going on in your business, you may have lost a big account, you may have lost a great employee, you may have found out that your taxes have gone up, you may have found out that you're, you're outgrowing your, your existing space and you have to build a new one, you may be talking to partners or investors, all these kind of things can keep your, you put you in an unbalanced sleep pattern. It's not good because unbalanced sleep causes challenge in the next area, which is our health. What is your health like? And I'm not talking about just your physical health. Physical health is essential. I am an exercise nut. I, I suppose you could call me an exercise freak. Exercise and nutrition and mental toughness and the ability, the capacity to get through those challenges. What is your health like? Is it good or is it kind of a mess? You know, that's, that's another big one. If your health is a mess, you could be in that world of, you know, overwhelm and imbalance. Another question I got is, are you having fun? Two questions in this one, really. Are you having fun? And are you fun to be around? They're both right there. It's like, if you're going through this state of imbalance and overwhelm and challenge, guess what? You're probably not too fun to be hanging around with. You might not be having fun. You might not be doing the things that you truly enjoy in life because you're, you have all these other things tugging at you. And typically imbalance leads toward the world of your business, your company, you know, things going on there that you're trying to grow and you can't figure it out. You're getting all stressed out. It might not be fun and you might not be fun having around. Next, how's your relationships? How's your relationship with your friends? How's your relationship with your family? How's your relationship with your, your spouse or significant other? How's your relationship with your parents? How's your relationship with yourself? How's that conversation going? Are you struggling in your relationships? You know, you could be in that, in that challenging spot. Are you always sort of short on edge every time something sort of blows up in your face or puts even a minor thing can put you over the edge and all of a sudden you go into this mental state of whether it be frustration or fear or anger or you know whatever it may be you know are you are you sitting there like all it takes is one little thing to put you over the edge are you stressed you know stress and good are you feeling like you know, nothing is aligning. Are you feeling like I, I'm just constantly in this state of stress? You know, th that could be a good sign of imbalance. And the other one, I love this one because it's kind of like, I see this happening to entrepreneurs all the time, all the time. You see the squirrel, you know, the squirrels running around and they're looking left, they're looking right. They're like, okay, can I go and get a nut there? Should I climb up that tree over there? Is my friend hanging out over there? So it's always like, you know, darting back and forth. There's no real sit back and be cerebral. You know, you don't see a whole bunch of squirrels sitting around in a circle brainstorming what their strategic plan is going to be for the next week. And I was like, I got to go get a nut. I got to go feed my kids. I got to go build a nest. Now, it's always bouncing around all over the place. If any of these things resonate with you, if you're having any of these feelings, you could be in a massive state of imbalance. You may already know. You may not have even had to go through the test, right? You may know that you're in a state of imbalance. When you're there, it's hard to get out. But there's four root causes, four reasons why we go into this state of unbalance. The first one that I want to say is what causes overwhelm? What causes imbalance? What are those things that are affecting us as we build our businesses? What are the things that are getting in the way? First one, and I'm going to relate this right back to the 
Savage Circle, those areas, those major areas in our lives, our friends, our family, our, our finances, our business, our entrepreneurial ventures, our health, personal development, fun. One of the things that creates this imbalance, we want to be perfect in all of these areas. I want phenomenal health. I want a, a shit ton of money. I want to be have my business exploding and, and having it help millions of people. I want to make sure that my uh, health is great. I want to make sure that my I'm, I'm contributing to society. I'm having a ton of fun. My relationship, my friends and my family, my children, my parents, it's all wonderful, perfect 10. Well, guess what? You know, this is the ultimate recipe for disaster. And I'm not going to sit here and proclaim that I don't experience this as well. You know, I'm a go-getter. I'm a type A+. I like to build companies. I like to help people. I like to do different crazy stuff when it comes to my health and fitness. And, and like, I'm a go-getter. So I get it. But I also have developed, developed, I'm not going to say I'm perfect. I've developed the ability to say, you know what, maybe... I can't be a perfect 10 all the time in each of these areas. There is reality. We go through life and guess what? Bad shit happens sometimes. And you may be in peak business situation and your business may be cranking it and you may have a ton of money. And then you get the call from the doctor that your health is gone. Or you get the call that says one of your parents is sick or one of your kids is sick. Guess what? It's very, it's not very difficult. It's impossible to play the game at level 10 in all of these areas. Another thing is, I think that one of those things that causes a whole bunch of imbalance is the fact that we enter the day, the week, the month, the quarter, the year without a plan. We don't have a plan. You know, we go all and we're just like, hey, it's Tuesday. It's another day that ends in a Y. I mean, I'm going to start that day the exact same way as I started that other day that ended in a Y, which was Monday, and then Thursday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and Friday, and then all of a sudden, Saturday and Sunday, well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll chill a little bit. Yeah, of course, you got to do it. But a lot of times when we miss things, when we go into the state of imbalance, it's because we don't really have a game plan. We've not written it down. I think you know, I think there's a lot of great inventions in the world, medical inventions and some of the cures for cancer and, you know, go, flying rockets to the moon and satellite and Wi-Fi and cell phones, all great stuff. You know, it's a really great tool to help you in your journey of reducing imbalance. Get a calendar, use Google Calendar, Apple Calendar, Outlook Calendar, or whatever it is, or use a journal, but plan, start to plan some stuff. That doesn't mean you're going to execute everything perfectly, but when at least you've got a plan, at least you can go into the, the day with some optimism and you're looking like, again, what's a plan? It's an optimistic view of the future, right? A plan is not something you plan negative. A plan, if you go to plan a vacation, that's fun, right? A plan is an optimistic outlook of something that's going to happen in the future. I think that lots of times people don't have plans. That's it's simple. Another one I think that creates this massive world of imbalance and overwhelm is there's no goals. And I'm talking short-term and long-term goals. They need to be written down. You know, we and I wrote this book called Dream Big and Crush Your Goals. It's a step-by-step -step approach to creating and crafting goals. What happens when we get into the state of imbalances we're not accomplishing things 
in the time frame that we want to accomplish them. Well, guess what? If you've got it written down and you say, well, within 12 months, I want to grow my business by top line revenue by 25%. And I want to grow my bottom line revenue by 8%. And I want to make sure that I can add three new employees or I want to get to that next level, whatever it may be. You write it down, you have a goal, you go after it, you go full tilt. And again, they don't always happen. But if you've got a goal in each of these areas or multiple goals in each of these areas of your life, guess what? I got news for you. They're not all going to pan out. They're not all going to work. But not having a goal, those are th the types of things that can add to this overwhelm, add to the stress, add to this imbalance. The other thing I think is, you know, I hate to say it, um, maybe you're too nice. And what the heck do I mean by that? We live in a society where everybody is looking for something, right? Your kids may be looking for something, your parents, your relatives, your employees, the government, you know, everyone say, hey, can you do this? Can, hey, can you do that? Hey, can you put on this party? Hey, can you do? Lots of times we get into this yes mode. Like, yes, I will do that. Yeah, yes, no problem. Sometimes yes is creating more imbalance. Yes is creating stress. Yes is creating overwhelm. And oftentimes we can go back to our plan. We can go back to our goals and alter them and change them. And maybe we don't say yes so much. Because yes, especially if you are committed, right? When you're committed and you have a heart of gold and you're driven to get to that next level, when you commit to somebody, someone asks you to do something, hey, can you help me manage this fundraiser? Hey, hey can you help me do this a charitable donation thing? You know, even if you're, if you're at your business, someone says, hey, would you mind sitting on this board for me? Or would you mind being on the board of directors for this? Or would you mind being, uh, you know, helping out the, uh, the church? Like, Yes, like you, you, you want to say yes to everything because you're a nice guy. You're a nice woman. You know what? This is what we do. Yes can be one of the biggest causes of overwhelm. So now we've got all of these potential causes of overwhelm. What can we do? What are some of those next steps that we can employ to reduce imbalance, get ourselves back into a in a good, strong mental state. Because you got to realize that when we talk about imbalance, we're talking about mental state imbalance, right? We're talking about lacking in one area or one area being sucking up a lot of our time and our effort and our energy and not being able to spend enough time in these other areas. And so this is where the challenge comes in to getting ourselves back in balance and reduce this overwhelm. One of the first recommendations I can make in the area of, you know, trying to reduce overwhelm and trying to get yourself back in balance is screw being perfect. Forget about it. Okay. Especially forget about being perfect in all areas, all at the same time. If you found someone that has achieved this, I'm begging you, Ask them to give me a call because I want to interview them. I want to find out what they do to be perfect in their entrepreneurial journey, perfect in their health, perfect in their relationships, perfect in their finances, perfect in their personal development, perfect in their the amount of fun and contribution that they bring. If someone's perfect 10 on all these, God bless them, man. I think it's awesome. But I also think that it's impossible. Now, we can be great or we can be call it a level 10 in some areas of our lives at some times during our lives, but you can rest assured 
it's not going to stay there. The one thing that can help you is to make sure that you have a good, solid mental approach to all of the stuff that's going on in your business, all of the stuff that's going on in your personal life. So step one, screw perfect. Number two, I'm begging you, use a calendar. Use, you know, if you have employees, you have people that are accessing your calendar. My executive assistant, for example, accesses my calendar. There are things that I put in my calendar that are 100% off limits. I put in my calendar workout every day. I put 90 minutes in there. Sometimes it's 60 minutes. Sometimes it's 30 minutes. And guess what? Sometimes I, something happens where I, you know, just out of my control and I don't get a workout in that day. But I put in my calendar workout every day. I put in my calendar Savage Sunrise, and I'll explain to you what that is. But there are certain things in my calendar that are 100% off limits. You know, what's the old saying? Failing to plan is planning to fail, right? If you don't plan it, if you don't put it in there, what it can do is it can create a level of overwhelm. Even something as simple as go for a walk or go have lunch by yourself or go listen to some music, something, put it in your calendar. Because when your calendar is full, and I know I go through this still sometimes, when my afternoons are packed and I'm back to back to back, like I know that I need those quiet times and I need to go in and put, take some time. You go, you need to go for a walk. I'm, I'm blessed. I live down by a lake and there are times I'll put in there off limits. I'm just putting off limits because I know I'm going to go chill, have a cup of tea, sit by the lake, have a glass of water, whatever it may be. And I'm just going to come back to a strong mental state. So I'm begging you, if you don't use a, a digital calendar, use a paper calendar. You know, I, I still think they make things like paper calendars and newspapers and stuff. But nonetheless, I use digital calendar. I think it's essential. I talked about this. I mentioned this earlier. I have a course that's called Savage Sunrise. I have a specific morning routine that I execute every single day. No, I'm not going to bullshit you. I don't execute every single day. I probably execute 350 out of 365 days a year. But there is an intention to this. When I start my day, and this is sort of what I referenced earlier when I was talking about planning, when I start my day with a, a solid routine, and this is not a three hour, you know, meditate for an hour, exercise for an hour, like, no, I don't, I don't play there. I've got a routine. It's taken me a decade to figure it out. But where I'm going is you can reduce your overwhelm by making sure that you have you are in a strong, powerful mental state. You have a better chance of being in a strong, powerful mental state if you start your day right. It's changed my life. It's changed the lives of you know thousands of others that have experienced this. But a morning routine is a game changer. That is a big, big, big step in reducing the imbalance and overwhelm in your life. I think the next thing is we need to set some goals and prioritize the things that are most important to us. I've got this thing that I put in my calendar every day, which I call MVP, Most Valuable Priorities. It's one little line item in my calendar, and I put down what are the three most valuable things that I need to get done during that day. Now there's other stuff in there, right? I put in the three most valuable things that I've got to get done that are either going to help me mentally, help my family, help my business do something. But there, there has to be a priority because if it's not prioritized, guess what? You become the squirrel. 
every time someone texts you, every time someone emails you, every time someone shoots you a message in WhatsApp, whatever it is, anytime that that stupid thing like your cell phone beeps or honks or the bells or whistles, it takes you off your game. Another email comes into your system, it takes you off your game. I think that it's essential when you're in these quiet times or you're in these super modes, you shut your damn phone off, you shut your emails off and you go into a zone. Like as I'm preparing for this, for this talk, for this podcast, for this video, I go into a zone. I'm, I'm like in a do not disturb zone. I disappear. I exit the office. I go sit somewhere, either in my phone or a coffee shop or whatever. Nothing can get in my way. Nothing. Because you have to go into that power zone. The power zone is going to help you set those goals, create those priorities for the day. If it's important enough for you to get done, if something like I'm going to go hang out with my mom. Now, both of my parents are dead, but my point is, if, if that's important to you, you need to put it into your calendar where I'm going to go hang out with my parents. I'm going to go spend some time with my children. I put, I block out times in my calendar, going golfing with Brant. Brant's my son. I'll put in golfing with my friends. I'll put in um, mountain biking, you know, whatever it may be, it's in my calendar. So I set the goals. I prioritize those goals. And those are the things that need to happen. And guess what? When they don't happen, they go to the next day. But at least if you have a few things that you must get done during that day and you focus on those things and you accomplish those things, the overwhelm will start to drop. The imbalance will start to change because you're prioritizing the things that are most important in your life. The next one, I know a lot of you may not be interested in hearing this or you may think Mike's a real asshole but you know what I think you need to be selfish sometimes I think that for you to be the great leader the great entrepreneur the great visionary you have to focus on you first what do I mean by that that means you need to worry about your physical and mental health you need to worry about all of those things that might be in a little bit of imbalance you need to worry about and, and think about how do I create this vision, this goal, this dream for my team? I say be selfish. What I mean is you're going to need to say no to some things. You know, there's a lot of times that people are out there asking you to do stuff. Hey, can you do me this favor? Hey, can you do that? No. I'll tell you what. I think no, saying no is directly proportional to reducing overwhelm. So I think if you, if you, Say no more often to things, then you will develop a greater level of balance. Now, I understand how difficult it is being a parent and raising young kids and going to all of these gymnastics or dance or sports or music lessons or, you know, hanging out, doing play dates, all the rest, whatever the things are. I understand that. That's all part of it. But if you're organized and you understand that those are the things, those are the important times in your life, you don't want to pass up those things, then you're going to have to say no to Alice that wants you to help her at her yard sale. You're going to have to say no to one of your buddies that wants to go and have a couple of beers at the bar. You're going to have to say no to someone that is asking you to do something that is taking you away from those things that are so precious, so essential, so vital to you and this beautiful journey we call life. So yeah, you know, be selfish. Another thing that I think can absolutely help you in the reduction of overwhelm and the getting more in balance is 
Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to find a coach or a mentor or a sounding board, someone that you can talk to. You know, I just uh, started working with a new client that she is so overwhelmed. She's so maxed out in building a business. It was like, I can't handle this on my own anymore. And I'm challenging. Don't wait till you get that to that peak point where, where you've got the, your blood pressure's out of control and, and the thermometer in your brain is ready to explode. Don't be afraid to ask for help. I have coaches in my life because no matter how good you are, flying solo is really difficult. So don't be afraid to ask for, for help from a coach or a mentor or a guide or some spiritual, maybe it's even a, a, a priest or something along those lines, but whatever it may be, don't be afraid to ask for help because it's one of those things that it becomes so difficult to stay balanced because we've got all of these things that are going on throughout our lives that it kind of helps or a therapist. It kind of helps to have someone to chat with. Ultimately, what we need to do is as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as someone who's building a company, we need to get to that point where we are taking things off of our plate that are pushing us too much in our business world and oftentimes potentially in our personal lives. Take things, for example, like having your house cleaned. Cleaning a house is a pain in the ass. It costs some money to have someone clean your house, but guess what? If it reduces overwhelm, puts you more in balance, there may be a very good return on investment there. Mowing your lawn. You know, I'm just talking personal stuff around the house. Now, when you go back into your business, when you think about your business, you may be handling all the HR stuff. You may be handling the accounting, the finance, the sales. You know, as an entrepreneur, as the CEO of your business, you got it all under your umbrella. And oftentimes, it's difficult to let stuff go. If you don't learn to let go, if you don't learn to delegate, if you're afraid to hire, if you don't create a set of standard operating procedures, SOPs, if you don't create that, you cannot get to that next level. And I'm going to tell you what utopia is when it comes to entrepreneurship. It's when you have a team run business, when you have a team of people that you don't need to be there, you could disappear for a week, a couple of weeks, a month, and the business is still going to flourish without you. Now, I'm not going to say that I'm there right now with this particular business, because it's kind of called Savage Secrets, and I'm doing a lot of this stuff on my own, but I'm doing it and I love it. But I'm going to eventually build this business such that I have a team that's handling many of the day-to-day -day things. I, I already have a team, but it's like, I want to keep getting to that next level. Hire more people, develop the procedures, policies. Ask yourself these questions. What things can I take off of my plate that I am running right now in my business? Who can I give them to? I have this tool I call the activity audit. Like basically this is every activity that you could ever have within a business. When you start on day one, you own all the, those activities. As you start to hire people, the, some of the activities that you do get delegated to other people. And then maybe you're hiring more people. But if you have a set of standard operating procedures, hiring them and bringing new people on board makes your life so much easier. You're probably never going to be at the spot in your life where you're running your business and it's just utopia. You know, it's just like, hey, I get to sit on the beach all day long and everything works perfectly. It, it doesn't work that way. These shit's always hitting the fan. Something's always happening. A customer's leaving or a new competitor comes in or garbage like COVID hits and, and completely messes up our plan. If you want to reduce this imbalance, you want to reduce 
being out of whack, out of balance, you know, overwhelmed, you have to start delegating some of those things that you do to others. And guess what? It costs money. You know, it costs money to have an accountant. It costs money to have a fractional CFO or a, or a bookkeeper. It costs money to have a marketing firm that can help you with your marketing. It costs money to help you do outgoing phone calls if that's something that your business does. It costs money, but it takes the pressure off of you. That's one of those secret magical skills I strongly, strongly encourage you to continue to develop, to take, continue to take yourself on to that next level. I am beyond grateful that you spent some time with me today. I hope that you were able to pull a few golden nuggets out of here. If you're listening on a podcast, please share this with your friends, subscribe to my podcast. If you're happen to be watching this on YouTube, I would love any comments, any feedback, any ideas, any thoughts, you know, also be honored if you subscribe to my page. If you have any questions, have any thoughts, you can obviously leave comments in, you know, on my LinkedIn page, my on my YouTube page, um, or you can shoot me an email at coachmike at thesavagesecrets.com. That's coachmike at thesavagesecrets.com. And I'll get back to you. I want to wish you an absolutely amazing day. Go dream big, go kick some ass, go have some fun. And I'll see you next time.